You're in a lively tune. Uh, the topic we're about to talk. Do I cannot wait. We can't <laughs> curse, can we? We can't curse. Uh, no, let's try to aim not to. Why do you look like um, I don't one know. of those uh, pampered up pictures that middle-aged women get their husbands? I'm trying to. Is it smudge? Rain? You got smudge. Wipe okay. just wipe off your camera. That's probably all it is. Oh, yeah, there you go. Good call. There we go. Coronavirus. You had a whole colony of coronavirus growing on there. Now you can't lick your thumb. Did you see my most recent Facebook post? No, I've been busy, and uh, that's why I wanted to kind of bang this out too. Well, uh, just real quick, I was yeah, grocery yeah. shopping about an hour ago. Yeah. There, there's no toilet paper. The, really? I, I showed a picture of the entire section. It's not there. <laughs> I just, I am looking at it right now before I got back. I got a couple rolls. We got more rolls, but I got, grabbed a couple rolls and there was not, um, it was not out at my grocery store. And I, I figure I don't need that much. I'm not going to hoard it, you know, leave somebody. But you know what was missing? What? The, uh, the hand sanitizer and spray. Yeah. And you know why I'm glad I paid attention to chemistry class? Because or just had an education that was, you know, relatively decent or I'm smart. Because you're aware of what things can actually get you sick? I, I'm aware of what also kills bacteria. You know what kills bacteria? Like literally on one side, all the hand sanitizer and cute stuff is gone. Right across the other side, guess what's completely stocked full? I'll give you a hint. For 89 cents, you could get a gallon of it. Antibacterial soap. No? Even more powerful. Alcohol? I'll give you a hint. You got to dilute it. Uh, uh, Not alcohol, right? No. Bleach. Man. Oh, bleach? Bleach is right there. I just uh, got a gallon of bleach for 89 cents. I mean, yeah, that's good for cleaning stuff, but yeah. you're not supposed to put your hands on that, are you? Well, push comes to shove. <laughs> I can, you, can, you, you water it down. You water it down, so... Um, anyway, let's get to this because I know you're busy, I'm busy, and I got to get out of here in about an hour, hour and a half. Um, I have started embarking on the latest project, which entails a lot of research, and that combined with just tuning into Better Bachelor, frankly. Uh, if you guys haven't tuned in, check out his channel. He's uh, good. He's very good, but he, uh, in addition to the original idea I had, starting to do the research, your horror stories... <laughs> Listening to Better Bachelor and him adv- making it more crystallized, I guess, with his his uh, very clear and and uh, succinct points that he makes, and you're like, wow. Uh, and then, did you ever read that Reddit site, the female strategy or date female dating strategy? Yeah, somebody else had sent me that a couple weeks ago. Um, but yeah, I've read that. There, man, that is a bitter group of uh... well and. That is what I need to figure out because I have eternally been wrestling with what I see on the internet and what I see in the news stories, if you can even call it news. This is just a sensational. Is that what it's like in the real world? And even here, see, you know, as, as an economist or just anyone who's intellectually honest, I don't want selection biased. I don't want, I want to know what is happening in the real world. And a lot of times it may be impossible. And so that's why I'm enlisting you. And even this is selection biased because you're a colleague, you're a friend. I want people in the chat room to say even that's selection biased because obviously we're in the red pill community Mm. um, type of environment here. But it is critical, not only to the project I am working on, but I think for the future of men and women as well, because it's it's the same the opposite side of the same coin. We really have to assess if it is that bad, if it is quote unquote that toxic, because if if it is that bad, I'm getting all this data points, all this anecdotal evidence. It's starting to build up. Where do I really have to make this assumption? Do I really have to conclude that things are as bad as it is on that like female dating strategy site? Uh, you know, because there's a piece of me that wants to say that's the internet. That's just the the MGTOW version of the women. You know, there the women are not like that. But then, not directly related. But then I hear the uh, it, it become institutionalized. There's the Nissan commercial with uh, Brie Larson. Have you oh, heard I about saw that. that. Yeah, stupid I, thing. It, it's like, oh, am I am I overreacting? 
am I biased? Am I letting my background bias what is happening and, and, and preventing me from what's seeing in the real world? But then I see it institutionalized like that in a commercial or the UN had some um, Latin sounding guy name. He's saying that that we just got to give up power and give it to women where, where I, I'm like, you're the UN. Like, this is real. Colleges and universities saying, oh, my gosh, the, this – and I know that's not about dating, but when you see government, corporations, institutions, uh, international nonprofits, not your local one that the, you know, the trophy wife is bored and runs because her husband gave her some coma money – I got to assess and we got to start, I got to start doing more research and getting reports from the field. And it starts with you because you're single, you're, you're a, a ideal demographic that represents most of the men that tune into the show. Mm -hmm. You're intellectually honest. And I'm going to assume when you go online or when you're out dating, it's basically, are you a six and up? And that's kind of your starting point. So you're not biased. It's not like you're, oh, I only date nines and tens. Mm -hmm. Uh, so I, I wanted to know your opinion, what your experiences have been and am I off the mark? Is it that bad? I mean, give me a field report here. Well, I mean, can I start out by telling you what I'm looking for? If I'm using these things, you know, like what type of woman I would be interested in trying sure. to meet. Yeah, go ahead. yeah, yeah. Cause I know everybody's got a different opinion of that, but for me, I, I don't necessarily need nines or tens. Like I just have one you have to pass this one requirement first. Otherwise, it's not going to happen. Can, can you guess what it is? Uh, that's why I said you have to be a six or better. Like you have to be decent looking. Yes, yes. But for me personally, what what physical characteristics? Thin. They have yes. to be thin. I mean, not, oh, yeah. not emaciated, but yes. yes, they have to be. Not they have, fat. So, right, not, not fat. fat. Yeah, right. Yes, yes. For me, like I will give anybody a chance you heard about my tall you know it doesn't matter as long as they're not fat. yeah you gave that tall good-looking drink of water a chance you you <laughs> you can no she was i thought she was very good looking and you know, it's funny you're the one doing her the favor i'm like well let me tell you something. well no, i you know obviously we we don't talk anymore but it I, was, know, I know i know it's it just she was so i don't mind telling you this she was so into the idea that it's going to be Elizabeth Warren. This is Warren's year. You know, Warren is oh, a kid for that. Okay, right, so, right. I, I mean, obviously, I won't talk to her again, but man, it would be fun to rub that in. But I, I'm not. No, but, but you're, you go in, and everybody, male and female, I think, goes in with this. I must be physically attracted to you because one, there's no point in that. Right. And then two, um, it is the most easily and immediately accessible thing unless they're doing some kind of Photoshop trick. But that's a lot of people think it's shallow. It's like, no, that's the first no. thing I can assess about an it's individual. It's not shallow. No, yeah. it's, not, it's what it is. All right, so continue. It's it's six and up, and is she not fat? It's, is she not fat? Yeah, not fat. The problem, you know, whether – I'm not doing this now because it's busy season, but, I mean, the mm -hmm. problem is when you're using these dating apps or even some of the traditional online ones like Match.com, which I haven't done in years – there are so now. This is my area. Mm -hmm. There are so many fat women on these. Like there, it's just so many of them. I'm gonna say seventy percent fatties. So seventy percent. All right, seventy percent. To be intellectually honest, do you ask women out in the real world? Like you're walking down the street, or you're at a bar, or you you I don't know. You're at the gym, which which is it? Here's another problem. Am I crazy for thinking that's that's you can't do that anymore? It's like increasingly it's social harassment. It's, 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 right, it's, you're, you're redlining it now. There's there's women I've seen. Some of them I'm even kind of friends with that they'll go on Twitter and and talk about a story. Well, I was at the gym and a guy dared to talk to me and and he he wanted to get to know me. You know that pig. I'm like, okay, right, okay, but how many? How many do I personally? What do? I'm trying, what I'm trying to assess is what you see on the internet. Is the inter internet everything selection bias? It's a, it's a filter. So it's a filter. Is what you see in the real world what you also see online? Like if I go to Walmart in Casper, Wyoming, you're going to see some of the ugliest Americans possible. But if I go yes. to Trader Joe's in a in a young part of there's some good looking people there at the at the Trader Joe's. So I'm trying to say is what you see on the internet. The same as what you see in the real world, whether or not you're asking those girls out, like you go to a bar, et cetera. So the real world um, of 
age-appropriate women to date, I'd say only one out of two of them are fat where, where I live, which is still right. pretty damn high and kind of depressing. That's but, 100% in line with the statistics. 46% of people yeah. are Yes, yeah. Uh, but of course, there's more, I've noticed there's more fatties on the dating apps. You know, you have to really plow through because where else are they going to get any attention? So could we make the argument then that it is increasingly becoming the case that, because in the olden days, before the internet, you had asked people out in person. And I remember hundreds of times I'd be, I don't know, Same. walking down the street and like, there'd be a cute girl. And I'm like, you were just prompted. You're like, I, I can't, I will feel bad about my style, myself at the end of the night. If I don't ask that girl out and Ian didn't guarantee you get a number or a date or anything, but you would go and you'd come up with some quick little witticism, something, anything and in, and you could do that. Is that now becoming increasingly unacceptable? Like, would you feel comfortable? I'm tr not down the street, not just walking down the street, but you know, you're on the L and you notice every time you go to your, your cafe or whatever, it's the same girl because she's on the same work schedule or whatever. Would you even, is that now a social faux pas? I mean, kind of is. Like, I don't know what caused it. Uh, maybe there's Me Too stuff. There's, I, I don't know. People are less social now because everyone's on their phone all the time. So the, the ability to connect with someone someone new in person, I think has been diluted. I, well, I'm not, I'm not asking why it happened. I mean, there's theories why you personally, do you feel not as comfortable approaching someone in public? Yes. Like in person. Okay. Then you'd say 10 years ago before we had all these apps and the smartphones. It was the only option before all this stuff happened was you had to talk to somebody in person. So that was easier. You know, I, it, I don't care about getting rejected. It just seemed more appropriate. Now it seems like, you know, they'll just like, what are you doing? Like, Basically. You know, like, yeah. Yeah. I, and again, I, I'm not in the field. I don't know anymore, but okay. So you cannot, I'd assume, let's say you're at a bar, you're a boomer. You're still going to a bar. You're old farts like you and me. There is a cute girl at the bar. You coincidentally sit kind of near each other, a conversation between your group that would still be socially acceptable to ask a girl out, correct? Correct. But you know why you can't do that? Well, because it's a statistically incredibly rare no, uh, no, no. instance in society. No, why? Uh, pretend uh, pretend I'm a hot girl and say something to me right now. Hey, <laughs> how are you doing? <laughs> I what? 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 Okay. I, I thought you were going to have some some fat mother hen come in and cock block you because that's what happened to me many a times. And that's, that's and that even has happened to me before. So wait, so what we could say is now in meat space in the real world, not look, it wasn't roses and puppies there either. It was a bloodbath. You'd have to go with the, there'd be a herd of women. You'd have to wait for the opportune time. Uh, there was oh more than once I ran into a mother hen. I mean that's like. That's just like the the gunship protecting the oil tanker at that time. Uh, now you're also fighting the phones because they could be in a social setting, but they're on their phone. Basically, they're on their phone or I, I actually think it's pretty rare to see a woman just sitting alone who happens to be attractive. It, it doesn't happen. No, I mean, that's, no, that's what. Um, OK, what percent? I think this is representative of the overall American population of let's call it the the 16 to 50s i mean pretty wide range of dating let's just say or 16 to 45s whatever uh what percent now in the past five years of the women you have asked out have been in person versus on the interwebs you say the last five years oh wait that's right you haven't been single for five years so yeah three years? whatever this latest, a year a year and a half yeah. latest run of your singledom your single tudosity what percent has been asked out online versus in person? Uh, let's see. I mean, it's mostly been dating apps and online. And there was the situation you set me up with, which is kind of funny. Um, I do. I'm not saying this is a great idea and I'm very selective about it. And it has worked out. But I'm very selective. I have asked out clients before. Okay. But what percent? I mean, and that's fine. Uh, 10. 10%? No, no. Um, I'll say one in four. I'll, so I'll 20, 
25% you ask out in person. Yeah, not always clients. I'm just saying like that's what's helped me do that because I'm not always at the bars, you know, trying to be smooth. Well, it, it's it's such a waste of time. It's such inefficient. And every, look, everyone in the chat room, uh, type in your percentages that you ask out online versus in person now. I know this is, again, selection bias because it's our regular listeners, getting but I need to start hate. getting data. Huh? Uh, we're just we're getting some hate on there. Jeez. Why are we getting some hate? What have we done uh, now? We're, we've been actually really polite this time. What happened? And we can't curse, <laughs> we right? Hate? <laughs> we can't, for the record, we cannot curse, right? Well, we, we're going to try not to. We're, don't worry. I, I'm cursing on other stuff. Don't worry. There's going to be, this is just an experiment, guys. I know a lot of you, I like the old angry. I haven't gone anywhere. We're just putting together a couple videos to Damn, test the algorithm. real is, is, there's some real interesting characters in the chat right now. Okay. All right. That's fine. We're not, we're not going to, I'm not going to worry about them now, but right now, guys, just for the sake of data, I could scroll through it later. I want to know what percentage of the time you're asking women out uh, online versus, you know, so 25 slash 75, 30 slash 70, whatever it is. I, I just got to get some data, no matter how biased and, and selected it may be. I like uh, safety always off. Hello, hot guys. That's good. Yeah, good start. All right, so seventy-five percent—the the majority now—in the since your latest run of single tutism, you have asked out women online. And did well, you listen? Oh, go ahead. So, just to be clear, when you say online, we're mainly referring to like those apps on phones, apps, right? social media. How yeah. you met the girl online? You said, yeah. "Let's get together for coffee" or something like that. Yeah. Okay. So the majority of the meeting, I'm going to assume you're representative of, of the American population between that demographic. I, now. I, well, I may be a little bit on the old side. Like there's someone in the chat that's giving us some real hate. That's like, you're just old, you know, both of us. <laughs> um, that's why I'm asking. I have, he's right. I am old. I, but I want to know his numbers. And um, it, would, it would surprise me, but that Gen Z it's darn well near a hundred percent. It probably is for them. I'm looking at this. There's a lot of different numbers in here. Like someone said 100% in person. Someone said 60-40. 70% online, 30% real time. Okay, let me ask the young people this. How many of them are meeting, Like are still in school? Like when you're at school, I hope it's still okay. You can ask people out at school. Maybe I should say those of you out of, out of college where you're no longer going to school, that might be an Im important qualifier. Because if you're like a 19-year-old uh, Gen Z or you're going to college. Well, yeah, half the reason, probably 75% of the reason you went to school was to go meet girls uh, and maybe get a degree along the way. There's something, something about taking classes or something like that. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so my, that might be, again, some bias where you, this is your last chance to ask out someone where it's socially acceptable to ask somebody out, out in person. We still have the social life, you know, enough people hang out. They don't have, you know, real full-time jobs or anything like that. Uh, but then once that goes away and you get your nine to five grind, uh, Chad, can you ask, can you ask people out at work? I mean, I don't have any coworkers. I'm not really. In general, when you're working at the big four, would it be advisable for you to ask someone out at work? So obviously the answer is no, but yeah. back when I was doing all this, you know, eight to 10 years ago, it wasn't like it is now where, you know, where everyone's looking for a me too moment. Like right. Most, right. it wasn't as, I guess as toxic a word. It wasn't. You could do it at work and there were ways to do it. But now the stories I hear, like everyone's fearing for their job. Well, and, and they have every right, especially after that Kavanaugh thing. Um, I, it, it's, it's not worth it. Uh, okay, so I'm still going to assume post-school, the majority of people who are in the dating ranges are asking out the majority of people online in the meat space, it's the minority of times. It's also going to be decreasing over time. And, okay, there might be some slightly overweight people online. Uh, but it's not it's not great pickings in the real world either. The, what I was trying to – I guess I was working up to this, but this is what I wanted to tell you. And remember, this is only where I live, okay? Right. Um, we have such an epidemic. I'm not calling it obesity. I'm just going to call it, you know, overweight people. Not everybody's right. like morbidly obese, but particularly here in the Midwest. Now, remember, I used to live in D.C. and New York City, mm -hmm. so I didn't experience there what I've been experiencing here ever since I moved here. 
there are just a hell of a lot of uh, overweight women. So what that does, I mean, you already know all this. I'm sure you've written about it. What that does is it creates it creates kind of a, a scarcity of women who most guys would want to date or at least, you know, mess around with. So those women are very, very picky. And some of them, you could call them like sevens, but they won't settle for anything below like a nine or a 10 because they, can. they can get one. Right. Yeah. Okay. Right. So. I mean, I've had some luck with this. I can't complain too much in the past, but man, for me, the, the the problem is just there's too many fat women, and I'm sure there's too many fat dudes too. Well, yeah, no, and and that's that's that is true too. The data that bears that out, uh, at least on the research. Of course, that's nationwide. Can we say then, at least in Chicago, I'm sure there's this other places that it probably is nationwide because of the obesity. It's universal. I'm sure there's pockets where it's not the case. Obesity has resulted in a decreasing amount of attractive women at, and men as well. <clears throat> but women, men have a higher sexual drive demand for beauty than women do men. That it has skewed the 80-20 rule again, where only 80% of the women are only going to sell for 20% of the guys. But the good-looking women, which is very few or increasingly fewer now, very few are not they're not even going to settle for a seven or six or an eight because again an alpha guy could take five women off the market if he wants yeah can i can i jump in here like sure. the, i have some some female friends and they're friends like we hang right. out uh, they're fi- they're not they're not my physical type okay um, you know fives and sixes they are routinely getting the attention of guys that are kind of above them on these apps because those guys may be feeling kind of like I am like, well, you know, might as well just find somebody low hanging fruit. And the mistake that, that they and several other women make is they think that these guys, these chads or whatever, they think that they're going to commit to them. And that ain't happening. Yeah. Well, and throwing in some great research that better bachelor did, he looked at a girl who just had literally thousands. I think it was 10,000. She had thousands. I saw that one. Yeah. Right. And then as she whittled it down only to the, to the tens, I mean, these are models. She didn't even respond to the majority of them because there were still too many. Now here you have men's sex drive being stronger than women, uh, women's sex drives skewing information in the market where women in general, not always will mistake sexual interest in terms of long-term relationship, marriage, or investment interest, which is not the case. They're two completely separate markets that uh, 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 inflates their expectations beyond what is going to happen long-term and in the real world. And since a guy can date, you know, back in my heyday, I, it wasn't that uncommon. I'd be dating four girls at a time, but guy could split multiple plates each girl is going to think that they're never going to sink their teeth into that one alpha guy. So women do not have any interest in long-term unless you're top notch. Could we say leaving at least 70% of the men, maybe even 80, if we want to do that 80, 20 rule and cite Supposedly the it's 80, 20. Yeah. Okay. All right. So 80% of the guys is just not going to happen. You might get a date, but there's, they're going to be have eyes for somebody else. What I see happening, and this is going to this is going to get worse and worse and worse. Um, I don't necessarily like the term, but I don't know how else to say it. There's a lot of leftover women, you know, women who are never going to find a husband because, um, you know, they they're not attractive enough or they they were kept shooting higher than they're supposed to be able to get. And I think that's going to be pretty bad for society. Well, they are, yeah, no, the alpha widow phenomenon yes. is going to happen. It's definitely going to happen. And and I. We all have that set. We understand that. That's been solidified. I don't think anyone's going to doubt that. I'm trying to figure out if it's even worth it for guys. <laughs> That's what I'm really trying to figure out. So we already have a lopsided demand market. Yeah. Okay. If you're an eight or below, it's an uphill battle. Would we also, in your observations of dating and dating profiles, now admittedly you are a little bit older, so but but yeah. let's imagine back in our 30s. And again, at any point you guys want to point something, I'm going to go through the comment section later. If you want to make a comment, please do. I, I, I'm very curious because, you know, Chad and I are boomers here. Boomers. Has the investment 
and propaganda and programming that women need to go get careers first? Has that also decreased their demand or interest in men long term? I want to just throw something else real okay. quick out. Um, somebody told me this and it made a lot of sense. You know how back in the day, you know, most men were married in their mid to late 20s, really their mid 20s. So, you mid-20s, know, they weren't yeah. in the market. Now, the really hot, you know, 20, 21, 22 year old women, they're not just like our competition to get them is from ages like, you know, men that are 21 all the way through like 50 or 60. Whereas right. those older men, almost all of them were paired off by then. So this is another problem that's frying their brain. Yeah, I, mean, I got to compete against Paul Newman. Right. Uh, <laughs> for the younger guys, that's more of a concern. I think yeah. it's because uh, old farts like us have the money if we stay in shape, blah, blah, blah. But that's why I mentioned it. I think most of the people in the chat are probably younger. Um, okay. And, yeah. and they have every, you know what, their, their point, their critique or observation is 100% authentic too. It mm-hmm. is not, you know, here's farmer Joe Brown and he's a good kid and he helps his dad on the farm and there's Peggy Sue down the road. And, you know, he's a hardworking young man. Why don't you two, you know, court, you know, and he's 19 or 20 and then at 21, 22, they got married. Uh, this is legit uh, for the young guys out there who, especially they're already disadvantaged with a low wage market. Unemployment is low, but so are wages. Okay. And unless you engineer up and read a book like Worthless that I advocate before, you're not going to pierce through that skilled labor uh, uh, membrane. Um, they don't have the money. They have student loan debts. Yeah. That they, even if you go to a cheap school, you, still get, you are at every possible disadvantage. And then some peppered beard schmo like us come walking in with our money and we're still in shape. Uh, and these girls are also heavily financially invested or incentivized because they have even more student loan debt. This is not a surprise that seeking arrangement and sugar daddy sites are popping up. <clears throat> How do you compete against a 38 year old investment banker with money? Uh, what your heart? <laughs> well, but then this gets back to my original question. Do you see this? I think I know the answer, but I want you to be honest. Do you see women putting and prioritizing the careers ahead of other things as well. Further, yeah. That's pretty much the only thing I see. Because, I mean, I, yeah, I have a few female friends, but I, most of my clients are women. Did you know that? The 60, I did not know that. 60, yeah, because I have mostly hairstylists and therapists, and obviously that skews female. Mm-hmm. So I, almost all of them, and this isn't selection bias, this is everybody else in my personal life too, they're more into their career. They're more into going to Spain for a couple of weeks. You know, they're more into right. stuff where the last thing they're thinking about is like trying to meet a guy and stay committed. Right. And I'm not saying that that marriage is the only aim and goal, but inevitably dating, like, what are you going to do? Date until you're ancient? It's tiring, guys. I, and no, I mean, it is tiring. I truly wonder... Again, the term is the leftover women. I just, I think we're in for some bad times with this. There's, there's more of these than there's ever been, and that's going to have effects. Right. No, there, there will be the alpha widows. But yeah. as it stands right now, <clears throat> financial disincentive because younger men don't have the money. Um, women have debt, so they uh, money again. They're invested to go into their careers. Uh, the property, that's all they have. Then the fact that it is skewed that 20% of the men can, shall we say, uh, physically satisfy 80% of the female or maybe a hundred percent and entertain multiple women. And now, yeah, have- it, it's a timeshare. One guy can sop up like a sponge, five women from the dating market. And I've seen this. The last time I had a roommate was a few years ago. This is just as Tinder was. Tinder was really the first one. That's when it was getting off the ground. <laughs> and he's a good friend of mine. Um, this dude would just sit there and he'd show me and be like, out of all these ones that I'm talking to, who do you think I should hang out with tonight? And I'd be like, oh, that one looks <laughs> cute. And then an hour later, that woman would be in our apartment. Like he was, that was in the olden days though. I'd imagine he can still, I've, I've even heard stories where that happens. <laughs> if, if you are truly the top 1% of dudes where you got, Oh, he was a good looking guy. Yeah. And he, he oh, was great. Yeah. He had like a, this is someone I went to grad school with. He, right. he was doing the consultant things with making a ton of money. So, um, yes, some guys are entertaining multiple women. So there's the solution, gentlemen, be tall, be rich and be good looking. And-
now we're out of here. Good night, yep. everybody. We solved the problem. There we are. That, I mean, that's <laughs> only one of those you can, well, one and a half of those can you control. Uh. All right. Now, again, long-term, let's say the goal is long-term to inevitably get married. I'm not advocating marriage or commitment, but in, you're going to burn out. And okay, fine. It's fun to date. Uh, let's talk about a couple other variables because I want I want to know, is it... Is what I saw on feminine, feminine female dating strategy or what I see on the news is that rare? Uh, flaking. Let's, let's talk about flaking. I mean, at, what percent are flaking now? I actually, throughout the time I've been doing this, I've only been flaked on once or twice. Hasn't been that bad. What, right. What's more likely to happen, I, would this be flaking where you have a date, you're ready to go, you have a date with someone and then like, two hours before it. They're like, Oh, I'm not feeling so well. That's like, yeah. That, what, that's, that's standing up. That's you okay. got flaked. Yeah. She stood you oh, up. What, yeah, what rate are we at it about there? Um, I can't be too harsh on this. Uh, they haven't been that bad. 10%. Oh, that's I think, not bad. At yeah. All. A lot of other guys get flaked more. Um, mm-hmm. cause I, I mean, I'm realistic to who I think I can get on these things. Some of my yeah. friends are not. Okay. Gentlemen, put your flake rate. What percent of women are flaking on you? Put it in the comment section because back in my day, it was like 70%. And this wasn't you just type a little thing. You had to like go and talk and salesmanship and it was painful, very painful. That's why I was asking like what – it depends what you mean by flake. It could be getting stood up. It could be – When she said, I will go out with you on X day and then either never showed up and most of them never – it's not they just purely ghost you. Uh, they will at uh, you know that day or an hour to I've oh I gotta wash my roses. I have ten percent. Yeah, I gotta pick the toenail fungus. Oh my! Uh, Do you ever have my friend really needs me? Something oh. bad happened to my friend. And you're like, oh, that one. The, huh? the okay. common one, which goes back to your point about career. Although these are probably lies. When I would get a flake excuse, it would be, oh, I have to stay late at work to, to finish something, which right. is bullshit. Thanks. Thanks. You ruined it, Chad. You ruined the monetization. Oh. Uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. There you go. That's all right. That's all right. Maybe it'll still be monetized. You don't know. Shoot. Um. Okay. So the flaking is not that bad in your world. I want to see the data. Let's talk about politics. And I'm not talking, I don't know. Here, here, hear me. I'm going to be very clear about this. I'm not talking that, oh, she's a Democrat. They're all Democrats. I get it. Okay. It's the rare one that is not. And I'm not even talking she's a Republican. She's just like maybe is libertarian or has no opinion. I'm talking the ones that put that as a, a very important thing in their life. And if you're not the same, then by gosh, we can't date. Typically, you know, if you if you like Trump or you voted Republican, swipe left or swipe right. Yeah. Or okay. Again, this is going to be hard to assess because not all of them are going to be pounding on the on the table feminists and oh, you can't be a libertarian. You gotta to, but where is it that for them, either it has been or you would surmise it would be a deal breaker for them? Like if you weren't for pot or if you were anti-abortion or if you were whatever the political, you know, if you had a gun, what percent of the women does that take off the market then? 90%. The, 90? That you high? To, you have to remember where I live and you know what it's like here. True. Okay. All right. Like 90, yeah, easily 90%. And they'll say it outright in their profile, like you said, you know, if if you voted for Trump, swipe left. Or they'll say, you know, proud feminist if you're not cool with that. So that's probably about one third of what I see says that. And the rest, you just start talking to them. And then when it goes to politics, they're all just totally liberal. Right, right. And and they, yeah, they talk bad about the president and everything. I, I, well, I wouldn't just, oh, they don't, they talk bad about the president. I, I would think just if you held certain political beliefs that they disagreed with, or as I like to call them political facts, because we're researched, um, that's it. It's a deal breaker for them. 90% given you are in Chicago. I agree, but right. would you agree with me on this, that the location almost wouldn't really matter in this age demographic. I, I would disagree just because there are, I think, 
and I visited some of them, there's better cities that are a little bit more proportional. Okay. You know, you go to Texas, you go to Florida. This is where some people in the chat have more info. I just think I live in perhaps the one of the most or the most liberal city in America outside of San Francisco and, and maybe New York. Yeah, New DC. York. Yeah. Right. Right. No. Yeah. And, and I agree. But I I would imagine you're under 40s uh, females universally across the United States and the Western world. Uh, you're looking at a 70, 75 percent. Well, if you don't believe in X you know, liberal policy or choose your poison, that would probably be a deal breaker for you. Um, I, in my experience, now this is old in ancient history. You could get to Wyoming. You would find gals that were like the guns and they were true. They were Republicans, but that's Wyoming. There's less than half a million, maybe half a million people out there. <clears throat> I'm curious guys in your jurisdiction, same question for you. What percent of the women in your town would not that they're Democrat. They're all Democrat. We got it. Some are outright socialists. We got it. How many in your opinion, what percent would find it a deal breaker if, if you didn't agree with them on either a key political issue or didn't belong to a particular um, a political party or political philosophy? I, I'd have, I don't know, Chad, what do you think? I say 70%, 30% of the women, you know, based on voting statistics, I would have said three quarters. Three quarters? All right. Yeah. So a major metro is going to take what's already a heavily biased and I'd say fervent political so, uh, cult and, and add another 10 to 15%. Let me tell you at least my approach with this. And you remember Cuddle Wookums and all that. How can I forget all moment. the good times? The grand yeah. old times. It was awesome. Why do you have a picture of your girlfriend who's hot on your phone? Oh, I remember that. That was what? when that was when I, that was when we first met you. Um, yeah. uh, and it was a good picture. My my approach is um, obviously if they say something like, you know, feminist, you know, woman roar, or if they have that dumb picture where it has that um, that the iconic feminist picture, the, the band. Oh, Rosie the Riveter. Yeah, Flyer. that Rosie, one. Yeah. Okay. So if they well, have they, the they've never wrenched on an engine in their life. Uh, right. Like, <laughs> they don't they, know what how to put a spark plug in. <laughs> So if I see them dressed as that for Halloween or whatever, if I see, you know, if you're not a feminist, like blah, 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 blah. If I see that, I don't even bother. Doesn't matter how hot they are. It's like, no. So yeah. my Well, let me let me make a point. If they're putting it on their profile, it's almost a given that that's a, a deal. Like it's very, very, very important to them. Like that's right. the religion. I am this. Look at like that defines yeah. them. So it's a very important thing. It's, right? it's why. I don't, so my approach is if I see that, I don't care if she's, you know, the hottest girl in the world. No, I'm not putting myself through that again. Waste so there's, time. so on these things, almost all of them will say liberal. They won't talk about politics, but they'll say liberal. So my approach is you don't have to be conservative. You don't even have to be a moderate. Just stop caring about politics. Quit making it your life. Mm-hmm. That that's pretty much my standard. I don't care if you're liberal; just don't make it part of your identity and part mm-hmm. of your life. And that's hard. Well, that's why I was asking: is it a deal breaker for them? Like I've I've dated Democrats. Some of the nicest people I've ever dated were Democrats. They're just horrendously misinformed and uneducated about the budget. Um, but I'm talking. But they were okay with me not being a Democrat. They were okay with me being a Libertarian. They were fine with that. Twenty five percent. Yeah, twenty five. Yeah, and I'm 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 thinking that's seventy five percent. I'm again curious. I'll go through the the data there before. Um, <clears throat> if I was in Dallas yeah. or Houston, I think it would be different. But yeah, but that's Dallas, and then then for every Dallas, there's a Portland, and for every Portland, yeah. there's a Charleston, then for every Charleston, there's a San Francisco. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking it's seventy five percent. That has more to do with age and the sheer amount of propagandizing and brainwashing. Uh, young women receive in college and beyond it's gotten so much worse in the last five years man right well and that's again that's why i pointed out even though it doesn't speak directly to dating here's brie larson on a woke feminist commercial for nissan it's like really you know all right i i it's in other words it's it's proving to me that this is seeped very thoroughly throughout society to the point it has reached pillars of society and institutions so i i i uh it, I, go, I guess maybe I don't want to admit the body is dead, but this is again why I know it sounds nerdy and stupid, but I want to get the numbers. I want to figure this out because with this, we can maybe kind of open our eyes and do it like a little actuarial 
calculations say, wow, it is this, is it this bad? Yes, it is. And then maybe we got to reevaluate some things and think about it. Um, one final thing that we're going to get to the super chat. Of course, you could say anything you want. If there's anything else you'd like to add, uh, let's talk. These are the three main ones I came up. Let's talk mental stability. All right. Um, and this is, this is a gray area because I'm not talking, oh, she is clinically diagnosed with this. I'm talking people that are mentally sane. Like, for example, flaking on people, I think, is a little bit of a mental problem. Maybe you're not mentally insane. You're not mentally ill. But that is a, a mental flaw that's not forgivable. You, you should be on time. Um, how many of them are, we're talking like they're substituting with dog rescue more than, you know, two or three cats or another example, it's not mental illness, but this is, they're not all mentally there. They'll spend $3,000 to get their cat kidney treatment, that kind hmm. of thing. Uh, and then outright examples of it. Oh, I'm depressed. I have anxiety disorder. I think young men are more prone to say and, and declare these things than women, but not that you've also rummaged through their their uh, cabinet in the bathroom, but if you've seen drugs or have they told you, this may be too amorphous of a question, but ballpark it here. How many of them are mentally uh, sane or, or mentally stable, I guess, is a better way where they're support. Here's a perfect example. They're supporting themselves, paying the rent. They go go run into mommy and daddy like somebody starts with C, ends with Uttlewookums. I mm. can we can you see how she was bleepy bleep insane? So yes. how many of them are just stable? I get mental stability. Like they're not gonna freak out if Donald Trump got reelected. So there's actually a couple different questions in there because some of them do have legit jobs and can support themselves, but they're still crazy. And, and they still are totally right. messed up. Right. Um, I think it's got to be 75% uh, have something wrong with them. And I'm not trying that to be a jerk. high. Yes, because there's a lot of things. Like, it could be something mental. It could be like, you know, they have anxiety or, or they're, I just, to me, there's always something. Could it, could it also be the lack, I think maybe, I'm trying to include as two things, things that are actually mentally, there's a mental problem, mental instability, and perhaps also lacking social graces because their dad either wasn't around or didn't train them. Like, you don't stand people up. You don't mouth off. You don't play the pouty game at 30. I had a girl. She was like in her 30s, and she did the stammering off. I'm like, what? <laughs> what? So you're saying 75%, we could say, socially unacceptable behavior, either stemming well, from uh, something mentally off or mental instability? or that, that might That's a little bit high. I okay. thought we were including, you know, bad personalities. Um, well, how, here's how would you define bad personalities? Uh, a lack of respect, a lack of courtesy? A lack of humility. I see so, like, right. you know what, I... I don't, I hope this isn't a tangent, but the reason why the thin women, the non-fat women can act that way, can be arrogant is, is because <laughs> sheer scarcity, right? right. They, they know that they're in the catbird seat. They can because, get away with it. Right. And so that's why I was saying, this may not have been what you're asking, but 75% are either have a mental problem or they're arrogant or they have a bad personality or. Could we say unanchored from reality? Sure. Like they're not totally, I'm not saying they're off in, in space, but they, they are delusional or uh, they have failed to assess what reality is to a certain regard. Do you remember to this point, you remember how I used to send you and Atham um, screenshots of certain profiles where they That's be... another, yeah. Like I couldn't believe it. I'm thinking like, this has got to be like one in, in 30 or something I see like it. That. I see it so often, man. So- the the it's not the stereotypes it's it's real single real. mom of five you can't handle me my worst don't deserve me at my best children come first uh done I, with the bad boys no hookups and uh, piercings i mean it it's a uh, it's not just a stereotype it's, it's a trope isn't it well i i mean i remember where i live and all that it's um mm -hmm. I, there's uh, to, to their credit or to the city's credit, 
there aren't as many single moms here as I think you would have in more rural areas. But right. um, go to Wyoming. You can't be there unless you're a single mom. They don't allow right. they don't allow non single mom people into Wyoming. Yes. But you remember my story from about a week and a half ago where I just randomly decided to meet someone who didn't even tell me that they were a single mom. Right. That I would say is maybe not mental instability, but you're not sane. It's, uh, it's a liar. Anchor. It's a liar. Right. Right. Could we say are personally flawed somehow? I know everybody is personally <laughs> flawed. I am personally flawed, but to a point that you cannot like lying you can't form a foundation on that, especially about something like, oh, I lied. I'm 5'8 I'm when I'm really only 5'7. But when you have another man's kid and you lie about it, that's kind of big. You wouldn't believe the hamstering that was associated with that when I was like, well, you know, you didn't say that on your profile. It's like, oh, I already told you. It's like, well, I don't want to attract creeps. And my husband or my ex-husband was abusive. And I'm just like, <sighs> No, what's you know, what's sad is I don't even like I remember in the 70s and 80s being a kid like, oh, a guy abuses why bad. Now it's like, really? What's the abuse? What? 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 I mean, that is how bad and sad. And I don't want to become that dark person. Part of the reason we're having this conversation is I can't believe it. Like, I don't want. Okay, I don't want to believe it. I can't believe it's that bad. And. Based on all the data I'm getting, it's like I got to reconsider some things and maybe face up to a very harsh truth. And so I know you're you're just one data point, and we have our. But this it's a starting point. It's a it's a starting point that I, I I'd like to get to. I um, I wanted to read you an email I got yesterday. It'll, it'll just be quick, okay? Let me make sure I have it. Be brief, um, like TJ. Sure. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> So da 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 da. da. I, I finished. A, I finalized with a client who's pretty cool. Uh, Monday night. So I get this email yesterday morning, and I'll skip parts of it. Um, I'm wondering if you might be open to being set up. Uh, I have a friend. Her name is yada yada yada. I believe you are the same age. She's a friend of mine on Facebook. You know, I met her through a social club, etc., etc., etc. And then she gave me a link to her Facebook profile. Do you think? Do you, how would do you think? greatest personality in the world (laughs) am i right you know what let's start with the physical (laughs) i said greatest personality in the world so my client you get the joke i absolutely get the joke because that i skipped over it in the email that that's basically what she my client was saying she's like oh she's a sweetheart she's so nice so before i even looked at her profile i'm like i already know that she's gonna be extremely overweight and i was right i was like oh you know Ladies, for the few of you that happen to be tuning in, which if you are, you have a very tough skin, and God bless you. Uh, this is a cell phone. Chad, is that a cell phone? It's a flip phone. It's wow, flip I haven't, phone, haven't yeah. seen one of those in a while. This is on my consulting. It's my separate line for consulting, so if you want to call me. Um, this is an eraser. Chad, pay attention. I need your help here. Yeah. An eraser. Okay, you're with me here so far. Um, right. this, is a, this is a hard drive in plastic. We agree on that. Yeah, I wonder why you have it, but <laughs> uh, just to back up stuff, a buddy of mine gets me these cheap. People throw them away and they don't blank them out, and I blank them out and I use them for backup. Gotcha. Do men like fat chicks? Most of the men. Simple answer. No, 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 no. Do women know that? They're in denial, but they yes, they know, know that. that. Yeah. Ladies, stop wasting your time and our time trying to set up up with your cute fat. If the guy's fat, sure. Okay, fine. But if the guy's not fat, don't. See, you remember how I told you that story about how it was over Christmas and um, my mom was trying to set me up with someone. This is a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. She showed me a picture and I'm like, mom, I said no fatties. Then my mom, <laughs> instead, of def- instead of defending me, she goes, well, Chad, it's hard for a lot of women to stay skinny. And And my whole point was that if I am busting my rear end to go you to the gym, you run regularly. You yes, run I'm regularly. going. I'm going after this. Like I don't think I'm being shallow by or a hypocrite by hoping to have the same in a partner. Am I? What do women want? They always say they want in a man. I want him to be supportive, honest. Uh, oh, I want to be honest. You're fat. Lose the weight. I don't find you physically attractive. Boom. There you go. There. I'm glad we saved. It's I, not going to change anything. I'm, I'm going to just, I'll admit something kind of personal. Like I, 
Only once have I tried to get physical with a woman who I deemed was overweight because she was. Mm -hmm. And I'll just say I'm never doing that again. I don't care if it's porn the rest of my I will never, ever, <laughs> ever do that. I'm not. Uh, no, everyone rides, everyone rides the moped. I had sex with a fat girl one time. Um, it's not worth it. Well, I didn't care. I was asleep, I was tired, I was drunk. She she plied me with lots of booze and chauffeured me around <laughs> and she brought me back to her place. Like, okay. And now, if you had done that, you would have been Judith, absolutely. It yeah. would have been the R word. Absolutely. Yep. But you know yep. why I don't do that? Because I consented, even though I was inebriated. <laughs> and you know what? It fine. It okay. That's all right. Good uh, thing you weren't on a college campus. That's all I gotta say. Anyway, um okay, so Things are more or less corroborating what I, I suspected. We're going to need more research, more data points. Thank you for everybody putting in data and statistics. Any other commentary below? I would really like to get um, <clears throat> some men not from the red pill community. Uh, I don't know how it's going to be possible, but I'd love to get some like blue pill guys. I'd love to get from people from the Good Men Project on. Mm. Um, the problem is they're going to try and push their narrative or defend their feelings when all I want is data. And I don't know if I could trust them to be intellectually honest. So that's another good thing I like about this data point is at least here we're blunt and honest. I mean, we're not polite. We're very rude and it hurts everyone's fifis. But when you say 75%, I, when Terrence Pop says 83%, I believe it. Um, so I, I know the measuring stick is accurate. It's just whether, you know, we're, we're doing the right amount of measuring. Anything else in your, I guess to summarize, in your opinion, is it that bad? Like when we go and we look at the female dating site uh, version, or I see these articles in the news, or when you're sending me these profile pics of single mom of three, uh, children come first, you know, my you know, uh, fur baby, fur mommy. That is, is that pretty much what you're seeing on the, on the front lines? Um, the only thing I want to say is I really I, I think those women on what was it called? The Reddit site. Um, you just said it. Yeah. Uh, female dating strategy. Yeah. I I really don't think most of the women in the real world have that mentality. I really it, don't. It almost seemed hokey. Yeah. It, really, like, it almost seemed like <laughs> it seemed like a parody of like a, a MGTOW thing or right, something. Right. And it did. Um, it was hate filled. It was I was like, yeah. OK, I, I get it. And 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 thankfully. The women aren't there yet. Oh, I, I don't sure. think like I, I don't I give women credit. I, I really don't. I think very few of them are that. What's the word? Machiavellian or. Yeah. Well, it's also so like you got to get the DPDs and the FCCs. Like, did you just like make up a bunch of acronyms to sound fun? A <laughs> uh, little knitting circle there. So. Uh, all right. But uh, I'm sorry. Go on. It, it, aside from that, it's it's not good. Is what you're saying. I, I guess it's just, I mean, I, I sound like a broken record. If there are more women in shape, and I'm sure there's a lot of guys that are not in shape either, right? You know, it's just you have more guys, you have more in shape guys willing to date down and go for not in shape women. You don't really have the reverse. So, what can I say? I think it's pretty bad. Yeah. I, it inevitably gets down to the point that like one in 10 attempts leads to a date. And that's not even success. That's not one even success. Well, I mean, so there's getting a debt, a date, like you mm -hmm. said, a lot of times it's just a one and done. Right. And that doesn't go anywhere. And you don't, mm -hmm. you don't even have sex, let alone a, even a dating relationship with somebody you like. I, and then I'm thinking like, how many hours do you spend on a social media platform or the dating apps, then you actually got to go out with them. And, and that's, that's really kind of maybe my ec economist mind is, is trying to gnaw at this is what, what are the numbers here we're really looking at? Because it, um, I have theories, but I, I want to get some polling and some data and that that's what I think we've done. Uh, so let's, uh, let's go to super chats, by the way, 300 people watching. I don't think wow. I've ever had it that high. So thanks guys. Everybody like for now, now, like now you can like, uh, ice snows um, for, for, for yeah. What is I? I actually got to get going. You got the super chats, then you can handle it. Yeah, I can handle super chats. I got to run. I just got hit with a bunch of stuff I got to do right now. See ya. So. Take off. All right. See you, dude. All right. Ice snows for five bucks says yes. Finally, an entire podcast made to answer my forever question: How do I get to girls? Yes, we're slowly starting to figure it out. Ice snows. 
All right. I apologize if people have made a lot of super chat donations here. I'm going to try and go back to them. Um, 331. Oh, my goodness. I bet you we missed them all. Hang on. I got a way to do it. We might have to might have to take a break here. Rondo number nine. Why did Sticks block me on Twitter? I don't know. You must have said something there, uh, Ray John. Uh, Rondo nine for two dollars again. That was the same one. Give me a second here, guys. <clears throat> yeah, I don't even have all the polling data. Scrolling, scrolling. Here's a $20 one. Thank you very much. Self-made uh, SM. I'm a woman who had another woman ghosted me years ago, and now she wants to come back in my life, even though she has a boyfriend who is beta. She found my schedule and now stalked me. What's your Chad's advice on this? Get the cops. Stalking is us crossing a line. Um, but yeah, that's how we can <laughs> avoid. Have your upfront come to Jesus meeting with them. <clears throat> Discuss honestly with them. And then um, say, you got to go. There were others. Uh, nonstop Dre for five bucks. People think I'm jaded when I refuse to talk to girls outside of class work because of the idea of getting falsely accused. Your thoughts? I'm 23 and six foot. I know. We know you're six feet tall, Dre. You keep mentioning it all the time. Yes, yes. You're this gorgeous, perfect specimen of a black man. We all know. Yes. Jeez. Uh, it it's it's uh like terrorist attacks. You know, uh, it's a one in X percent chance of it has very unlikely, but it'll happen. Um, and, and it, all it takes, and we're not talking about like, oh, if I go on the plane, uh, maybe I catch the coronavirus and then I'm sick for a little bit, but I'll live very, very, very statistically likely because I'm not old or frail. You get falsely accused, falsely, mind you, not really accused, falsely accused, your life is over. The risks are tremendous. You bet $5 on the Packer Vikings game, you lose five bucks. This happens? No, I, I don't think you're being terribly pessimistic at all. And besides which, we've had this conversation, Dre. You are there to go to school and get your degree. You are not there to get the girls. Um, ice knows for $5. Yes, dating today is that bad. In a world where a book like The Pence Principle is necessary, what do you expect? I know, and that's, <clears throat> but that's what I'm trying to figure out, Ice Knows, is not every woman falsely accuses a guy. That is the small, small, small minority. But I start seeing other anecdotal and ancillary or tangential evidence where it's like, whoa, <laughs> wait, hang on a second here. Do you? It, and it's not even it's not even the fear of being falsely accused of something you didn't do. What it really is is are you wasting your time and and are you uh, suffering the mental pain and anguish of trying to get people to do something they don't want to do? That's basically what it is. I mean, it's annoying when you're asking someone on a date or asking them to do something they don't want to do. It could be a business idea, it could be social activity, whatever. <clears throat> it's annoying for them. But it's also annoying for you and, and, and like throwing yourself up against this beach because you have this uh, uh, genetic biological survival drive to perpetuate your genes. That's another price you pay. And so it's, it's not so much, oh, protect yourself against false accusations. I'm talking more of a, uh, is this worth the investment? Do I have the time for this? And then a, an, an immediate secondary benefit, almost as valuable as the first one, is not just the investment of your time, but saving yourself the mental sanity. Um, Nimble Thread, $5, uh, uh, says, I have no opinion on the subject. <laughs> well, thanks for the money anyway, Fred. It's Pokeball fun today. Do we have to start exploring third world countries to start families as a first world American men like British colonial days all over again? I, that's There's no simple answer. I guess the simple answer between yes and no is yes, I guess. Do you want to go to a foreign country? Do you want to learn the culture and the language? Do you want to not be accepted? Um, you know, that's not your culture. It's not your country. Um, 
know, how much do you want to have kids? I guess is the question. That's, that's the real one. Uh, how, how important is you? Juan Cabrera, Cabrera, good time for reconning. Flights are cheap. Yeah, man, do it. That's, uh, you're a young man in shape. Bring your, your hand sanitizer, put your little mask on, get yourself some cheap flights. I'm planning on doing it. Did we get everything? Let me click on here. Good. All right. Now, there were some people that have made some super chats. If you would kindly be patient with me, I have got to go and get my instructions to find those because when you make a super chat, you've given me your money, and I feel absolutely horrible when I don't uh, answer that. Where did it go? I had the instructions here. Don't tell me I deleted them. There it is. Okay. I got to go to classic YouTube. Hang on for a second. Many thanks to Donovan Sharp for this. We need to go to Classic YouTube, which I think is at the bottom. So we got to go to YouTube Studio. This is how hard they make it, guys. Creator Studio Classic. Skip. No YouTube. I don't want to tell you why I'm doing this. Go to Legacy. Thank you. And, of course, this is going to go away, too. All right. <clears throat> now to live streaming. Events. Live control. Go to live control room. Nope, this isn't it. I'm going to go back. Go to the live control room here. <clears throat> Public view. Is this it? I think I got them all here. Top chat. All messages are visible. Thank you. I'm jaded when I feel this Nope, that's not it. Let's go. Bear with me, guys. Viewer activity. Support my show. Support myself. Hang on. Just hang on. Live control room. Sorry, it's Google, guys. It's Google. That's how they do it. There was a way. There it is. Got it. <clears throat> Here we go. Sorry for my apologies. Thank you, everybody, for your patience. Now I'm not stealing people's money, basically. Okay. Krillin876 for quite some time ago for $5. Work is the best place to meet a woman. You can observe how they deal with stress and how to deal with customers. I lost my virginity to a coworker in the 90s. Well, great. Thank you for that data point, Krillin. I don't think that's possible now. I, you just can't. You need, he, guys, you're so disadvantaged. And women too. You have your student loan debts. You're not making that much money when you're younger and in your 20s. You can't afford to lose your job. You just can't. Stefan Hennessian for $2. Lift weights, not T-Hots, but pronounced together. Joe Smith for $20. Thank God, Joe, I would have felt horrible if I didn't get to this. I won't go into details, but scammed a disability pension. Recently had a falling out with a supposed friend who said that what I was doing was bad because of the taxpayer. Should I feel bad for about beating the system? Yeah. Look, if you're actually art, that, that money's supposed to go to disabled people, Joe. I'm all for if, if the voters vote to give you disability, or not disability, 
<coughs> money or welfare because you don't have a job or uh, whatever else. But disability, come on. People are disabled. Don't, come on. That's like taking money away from children. Not, don't do that. Uh, Ray John for five bucks says the gap between rich and poor is big. We need to massively take wealth from the top to the bottom. <laughs> Raising taxes on the rich is a very popular position. It's very popular. It won't work. Because when you when you steal the wealth from rich people, that means that, well, then all your investments have no value. So that the value of investments go down. The value of the dollar collapses, <clears throat> and then there's no real reason to invest in businesses anymore because why would we invest in businesses? You just take everything, and that's how grocery store shelves end up entry, uh, empty without the coronavirus. Uh, government created money, so how is it theft when government taxes you? Well, because you have to exchange your labor to get that money. That's, that is the, well, it's, and it's not theft because in theory, you give the government money, they build roads for you, put up the fence. When they give it to somebody else, for being lazy or collecting disability when you're not disabled. That's theft. Uh, Self-made, nonstop Dre. Um, good timing. Uh, can I promote, promote my Call of Duty montage? No. Nonstop Dre for two bucks. I'm sorry, Ron, uh, <clears throat> Ray John for two bucks. Nonstop Dre for $2. Remember, guys, no girl is yours. It's just your turn. Max WS for five Canadian dollars. Joshua Fluke, your favorite millennial, just made a video on how his girlfriend cheated on him with his friend. Heartbreaking. Most girls really appreciate the solid guy. Yeah, I feel sorry for Joshua Fluke. I was really hard on him, but his, his video was very cringy and whiny. Um, and then someone, ch I just watched a little bit of it. And I'm like, yeah, he, you know what Josh Fluke needs? He needs a dad. He needs an older brother and he needs to read this book. That's what he needs to do. <coughs> Adriano Ramos from, uh, uh, Perth. How's your bromance with Peter Patrick? It's going wonderful. It's great. Dude, it's, it's not a bromance, although he's fun as heck to listen to. Uh, but he's doing the Lord's work and he actually is contributing a lot. So it's a, a really a professional colleague who's doing some amazing work. I don't mean that like in, in the nonprofit, they're doing amazing work. Well, how come there's still poverty and poor people and death and starvation and feces on the streets of San Francisco? You're not doing amazing work. Problem's still here. Uh, Ray John for two Canadian Aaron promote your Call of Duty montage. What's what's a Call of Duty montage? I don't have one. DJ Aftershock for two bucks. UCLA now offers a degree in queer musicology. <laughs> oh, and nonstop Dre for two dollars. Where do you guys find a debt for unicorn in the movies? That's where you find it. Okay, did I get everything? I think I got everything. That's it. Okay. Um, thanks for all the help there, guys. It's time for me to go. Thank you very much for the super chat donations. Oh, wait. I missed this. Here's another one. Stefan Hensian. Love you, Cappy. You, you boomer. Lift weights, not hoes. I did lift weights today. Rondo, promote Call of Duty. I think I got them. Did I get them all? They're for Unicorn. Good. We're done. Uh, anyway, thanks for listening up. Any other information, data, not anecdotes, not stories. Okay, the stories don't help me out. If you happen to have some data, if you happen to have some personal experiences, uh, feel free to email me. This is going into my latest project that I'm going to be doing. I do do appreciate your time and your listenership. Thank you for everyone who voted up the video and subscribe and blah, 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 and all that other stuff. And that's about it. Uh, we'll see you guys later. Toodles.